This podcast is brought to you by Bet Rivers. Download the Bet Rivers app from the App Store or Google Play Store. Must be 21. Available in Virginia only. Void where prohibited. Terms and conditions apply. Gambling problem? Call 1 800 532 3500. If you're a tennis fan, you'll love betting weekly game bet match on the Bet Rivers Network. Whether you're a better or just love tennis, you'll enjoy the in depth analysis each week of the tennis calendar. Subscribe to Game Bet Match today from your favorite podcast provider. It's the Mike Francesa Podcast on the Bet Rivers Network. Hello again, everybody, and welcome to the Mike Francesa Podcast after tonight's giant debacle. In prime time, and uh, I wouldn't be surprised if the NFL comes up with a rule that somehow bans the New York teams from prime time, especially the Giants this year. I mean, wow. I mean, th- there's not anything that you can say except, wow. I mean, they were playing a Seattle team that you would say for the most part is pretty much on the same level. Maybe they have a couple of better players in key spots. They obviously have a more established coach and a more established culture. They have had an enormous amount of injuries to their offensive line. Seattle has. They just have the Giants have. They even lost their quarterback for a while in this game today. But the Giants, if you take out that second half, against Arizona, where they flicked the switch and scored 31 points. If you take that out, the Giants have been the worst team in the NFL this year. I mean, they've been even worse than the Bears, and that's saying a lot. Even worse than the Panthers, and that's saying a lot as the Panthers break in a new quarterback. They have been outscored, except in that second half Arizona, 114-15. to 15. 114 to 15. They can't score in the first half. They can't score at home. And how can you, I don't care what players are out there trying to block. You have to go to some max protect looks. You have to bring extra tight ends and you have to adjust. You cannot allow them to sack your quarterback 11 times. And I understand Seattle tried to keep the Giants in the game with all their holding penalties because they have all kinds of problems on their offensive line. And the Giants should be putting pressure, even more pressure on than they put on tonight defensively because the Seattle offensive line has been absolutely as ripped by injuries as the Giants have. But they didn't allow 11 sacks tonight. And even with the backup quarterback in the game before the half, They make a play, the backup quarterback does, to the tight end that on the play at least three missed tackles, at least, as he gets the ball down to the one-yard line and Walker rams it in. And that was the cushion that ended the game. Now, Seattle, in the third quarter, made some ridiculous decisions. They should never have gone on fourth down. They wound up passing the ball with a quarterback rolling out who's on a bad leg throwing it to a backup running back on fourth down. If you're going to do that, then kick the field goal. The next time they get down there, they miss the field goal. So they leave the Giants in the game. The Giants come down and obviously have a chance off the fourth down run by Jones, have a chance to score and make it a 14-10, 14-11 game with a lot of time to play. 
And yes, he throws a pick. And it was a bad play by Jones. Now, last year, we gave David credit, an incredible amount of credit for his coaching. For a, 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 gave his staff and his defensive coordinator a tremendous amount of credit for their aggressiveness and their adjustments. And the biggest thing that Dable did last year is he coached the mistakes out of Daniel Jones. He didn't get a lot of touchdown passes out of him, but he coached the mistakes out of him. Well, those mistakes have come back because of the fact that he's rattled beyond compare. What would you expect when you get hit every time you turn around? Did he make a bad play? Yes. Did he make a bad play going where he went with the ball? No, the bad play wasn't even there. The bad play was he had Waller in the back of the end zone. But he's probably seeing ghosts by now. You would too if he got hit as many times as he got it tonight. I mean, he made some running plays with his legs because you know that's his greatest attribute. That and his toughness, he's tough. But he turns the ball over as he did again here. He has to be rattled beyond comprehension right now. Who wouldn't be? And you saw Dable actually by throwing the tablet on the sideline for everyone on national TV to say this is a quarterback that they just invested a lot of money in. And he basically flipped the tablet like saying, hey, this is what I get out of you. And then the post game, he says, well, he wasn't supposed to throw an interception there. No fooling. And you were supposed to do something to help the quarterback not get sacked 11 times. You were supposed to be something of an offensive guru, something of an offensive coach who's got a feel for the game, and you cannot allow your quarterback to take that kind of punishment and have him get sacked repeatedly throughout the game in embarrassing fashion on national television. Last year, throughout the entire season, and during this offseason, I credited the Giants and Dable, even went to the point of saying last year that they were better coached or as well coached as any team in the league. That he did that good a job on taking the talent that he had at hand, making adjustments in the game, coaching the mistakes out of the quarterback, getting an aggressive read from his defensive coordinator who blitzed at the right time, and they stole game after game after game. We knew they weren't as good as the record, but they stole game after game. Everything that he gained last year, and let's be honest, he was treated like a king in the offseason, and he deserved that. He has given every bit of that back. That's how bad this team has been coached. That's how bad this team has been led. That's how bad this team has played in the first four games of the season. I understand it's only four games, but next up are Miami on the road and then a trip to Buffalo. And if you think things are going to get better in those two spots, think again. I don't know when Barkley's coming back. I don't know when Thomas is coming back. I don't know when the young center is coming back. But this team has problem after problem after problem. You can't tell me, oh, we had a good week of practice and tell me that your game plan was that we had no intention of throwing the ball down the field all night. We had no intention of using Walla in any productive manner. We're going to have every play be uh, basically either a dump off or Jones run. 
I mean, the bottom line is this team has fallen to such a depth this year. They have now dug a hole that it is scary. They have played in prime time twice and been mortified. I mean, the roads to the Turnpike and the Lincoln Tunnel were full with 13 minutes left in the game. And this is in prime time. Forget what happened against the Cowboys. This is the Seahawks who came in with their own issues. Now, do they have coach who has experience and a winning culture? Yes. Do they have some character guys? Yes, that showed. And they unfolded just an absolute sensation in Witherspoon, whose play for a youngster has been as good as any I can ever, ever recollect in the secondary. I don't remember seeing a rookie defensive back ever have a game like he had tonight. Ever. That's how good he was. I mean, we know where he got drafted. We knew the reputation that he had, but wow. That wasn't good. It was off the charts. And their ability to not only rattle Jones and to hit Jones, but to sack Jones on play after play. When you're a quarterback, remember, this is a quarterback they have now invested in. This is a quarterback they have now said, he's our guy. I understand they have an out of the contract, but you know what? That wasn't the plan right now. To let him get sacked 11 times. Aikman talked about when he got sacked. I remember the game against Buddy Ryan, but he was a baby. And the Cowboys were just in their infancy under Jimmy Johnson. Remember, his first, his first year in the league, Troy Aikman won exactly zero games. He was benched for Steve Walsh, who got the only win on the season when he beat the Washington Redskins. Aikman did not win a game that year. They put him on the bench for his own protection because they did not want him to have any more scars or take any more beatings. That's not the case with a veteran player, which is what Daniel Jones is now. But the Giants came in tonight with a game plan that was a give up from the start. And don't tell me the defense played well. You want me to count how many times the defense missed tackles again tonight? You want to count up how many tackles they've missed? I'm driving home tonight, and I hear, now, listen, the giant pregame, the guys on there are supposed to wave the pom-poms. We understand that. Well, the defense coordinator challenged us all in the media this week to count how many missed tackles because we weren't going to have any tonight. Well, you know what? Did anybody count? I counted five on one run Walker had. I counted at least three or four on the play the tight end broke the game open with. They couldn't even push him out of bounds. And if Seattle hadn't had 9,000 holding calls and made some really dumb mistakes and missed field goals and make some bad decisions on fourth down, this game would have been 40 to three. 
And they came in with no offensive line. And Geno Smith got hurt and played the second half limping around. Listen, we knew the schedule was going to be tough early. We knew the Giants were not going to sneak up on anybody this year. And a lot of us, myself included, thought there's a very good chance they were going to use this as a year to get a little better, but maybe not even have as good a record as last year. That was a distinct possibility, but nothing like this. They have completely retreated back into the hole that they came out of with Dable last year. They're now back in it. Think of how many premium picks they have put to the offensive line in the last five years to be in the mess they're in now. No team in the league has invested as much draft currency at the top of the draft as the Giants have in the last four or five years on the offensive line to get nothing out of it. The thing I saw last year from Dable and from his defensive coordinator was that they had a command that the Giants haven't had on their coaching staff in many years, not since Tom Coughlin. They had a presence. They had a command. They had a plan. They now look as clueless as some of their predecessors. This to me is shocking that this has fallen to the level it has. I understand that they don't have Thomas. I understand that they don't have Barkley right now. But this cannot fall apart to the level we're talking about here. They have been outscored at home 64 to 3. In the quarters, other than the second half in Arizona, Jones has no touchdowns and has been sacked 20 times and turned the ball over six times. And they have scored, or the team has scored all of 15 points, shut out in the first half in Arizona, shut out by the Cowboys, did not get in the end zone against a mediocre Seattle team, which allowed a ton of points in an overtime win against Detroit and even allowed 27 points to Carolina and Andy Dalton last week in a win. Their overall defensive numbers were bad. And the Giants couldn't even throw the ball down the field, nor get the ball to their tight end, who they brought in here to be a major factor and has been an, a complete zero.
Tell me how this is going to get better in Miami next week. Tell me how this is going to get better the week after in Buffalo. If they're looking at one and five in a division where one team's four and oh and the other's three and one, you know already what that means. You don't even have to ask what it means. And this is a couple of weeks into the season. The worst thing, though, is everything that you thought you took steps with last year. Jones's ability, his ability to not turn the ball over, to lead with his head and his legs and his arm and run the team in a positive, productive way, not scoring a ton of points, but making the big play and not turning the ball over. That has gone away. He is now being destroyed at the line of scrimmage. The defense continues to make mistake after mistake and miss tackle after miss tackle and give up big play after big play. And the special teams have continued to make mistakes and do a terrible job. So you want complimentary football? They're not doing the job on defense. They're not doing the job on offense. They're not doing the job on special teams. They're not doing the job coaching. Add it up. It's one and three with a miracle win over Arizona, or it's 0 and 4. Next up, the three and one Dolphins. Then the once beaten Bills, who just buried the Dolphins. And are playing in the one advantage, they're playing in London this week. The Giants came off 11 days to prepare for Seattle. 11 days, and this is what they came up with. Every good thing we thought, every good thing we saw, is now completely in the air. None of it right now is there. None of it can be banked on. None of it can be counted on. And right now, it looks as bad as it has looked in any of the previous years. And hey, forget Miami. Forget Buffalo. After that, you think Washington looks easy? You think the Jets look easy with their pass rush against this offensive line? Nothing looks easy right now. Absolutely nothing. I mean, think about it. Next week, South Florida in the heat against the high-scoring fish. And then a prime time, yes, back into prime time, into the bright lights in Buffalo on a Sunday night to deal with Allen and the Bills. 
at one and five, you're already thinking about draft picks. Yes, this season has unraveled for both teams. Hey, we didn't know what was going to happen with Aaron Rodgers. We obviously didn't expect what happened. But we didn't expect this debacle out of the Giants either. Not this. Not this absolutely pitiful, disgraceful football display. I mean, I don't even want to go back and talk about specifics in this game because there's no reason to. Because these are big picture items. They can't tackle right now. They can't block right now. They can't protect their quarterback. They can't compete right now. Take it to the bare essentials. They are right now. You want to say the Bears are worse with all their problems? The Giants have a win, so we can put them over the two winless teams. One's breaking in a young quarterback, and they're 0-4. The other one has had all kinds of issues, is insanely poorly coached, and... Yesterday blew a 28-7 lead at home in mind-boggling fashion against an 0-3 Bronco team that was reeling and wound up losing that game. So if you want to put the Bears and the Panthers behind them at 0-4, that's fine. Why quibble? But at 1-3, you'd have to be the biggest cheerleader in the history of giant football to say anything that was positive about this squad. That's how bad it looks right now. Now we got a busy week for you. Giants have a busy week too. Back to the drawing board. And I mean, they might need, they might need prayers. They might need more than prayers. We got a lot of baseball to get to. We got a whole bunch of stuff to get to, so be looking for extra stuff this week because we'll have it for you. And remember, download the Bet Rivers app for all of your uh, amb- uh, your entertainment needs and get extra value throughout this football season with the Bet Rivers squares. Win up to ten thousand dollars in bonus money. You just bet ten dollars in same game parlays on any of the games with the square icon. And if you do, you're in the game, and who knows? Maybe you'll match the number and win yourself $10,000 in bonus money by just making as little as a $10 bet. Those are, that's a good rate of return in any game. So check it out. And as we said, we'll see you a lot this week. We've got a lot to do. Anything else I say about the Giants is just going to get downright nasty. So, you know, I'll pass. But, boy, what a nightmare.
What an absolute <laughs> debacle. I mean, oh. I mean, how many times can a guy get sacked in one game? Jeez. We'll see you later. Thanks for listening to the Mike Francesa podcast on the Bet Rivers Network.